are listening to Kingdom Faith, where we focus on the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. On this week's episode, we talk about different seasons. So we're going into to fall here, and I, I think a lot of believers have, have kind of heard this analogy before, that, that we go through different seasons as believers. There's a time that uh, we begin to change or grow or, or hardships come, and in, the, in those seasons... Um, every believer is going to go through. But I would say that every believer uh, might be in a different season. So we're going to talk about all the seasons that we know. We're going to talk about winter. We're going to talk about spring. We're going to talk about summer. We're going to talk about fall. But we're also going to talk about how we can trust God in all of those seasons because because we need to trust God in all those seasons. So we'll talk about that. But, but first we want to look at Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 3. So Ben, can you read that for us? Yeah, Phil. Uh, so Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. It reads, There's an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, uh, a time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing. Uh, that one's pretty relevant to right now. A time mm-hmm. to avoid embracing. <laughs> uh, a time to search and a time to count as lost, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. All right, so Phil, I, w- I would just want to throw out first that uh, a time to keep and a time to throw away uh, sounds a-, a lot to me like you got to know when to hold them and you got to know when to fold them. <laughs> I don't know about you. It does. It definitely sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what he's talking about. It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. Uh, brought to you by Kenny Rogers? Yeah, I think so. Brought to you by Kenny Rogers. If we're wrong, I'm pretty sure the writer of that song just recently passed away. So I'm very sorry if we're wrong. I think you're right, though. Uh, so, Phil, you know, we're, we're talking about seasons. And we're talking about four seasons, but here in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8, mm-hmm. I mean, this is like two seasons for every verse. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about 16. Yeah. So what what are your thoughts? What are you thinking over this, this section? So, you know, in the very first verse, it says there's a time for everything and a season for every activity. Uh, under the heavens and then it lists these activities it lists these things that that people do everybody Mm -hmm. you know the human race this is what the human race does they there's times that they're born and there's times that they die there's uh time that they go to war and there's time that they 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 heal they they weep they laugh they they mourn they dance they gather stones they build they tear down this is the definition of life here on earth Mm. so so with that now obviously we could say that there's more seasons than just four it's just easier for us to picture it this way so this is why this kind of uh, illustration is easier for us mm. to understand. I like this illustration for, for believers because we all fit into one of these seasons, yeah. whether that's fall, summer, spring, uh, winter, it doesn't really matter. We'll end up following, 
falling into one of those categories regardless of what we just might not have as much of it might have a little bit of a mix of fall and winter and, yeah. and some of those things because i know at least for us in indiana sometimes our summer lasts longer than it's supposed to <laughs> or fall lasts longer or winter lasts longer or, or vice versa isn't as long obviously so it can change there's seasons are ever changing they're not always to a specific schedule even though we on our calendar we say okay this is when fall starts well when we go out and we feel the season it doesn't normally always feel that way yeah because many times i'll ask is it fall yet or is it summer yet <laughs> um and i'll have to be like okay yeah it is or it's yeah. not so there's some of that and there's some really good stuff in ecclesiastes now, that's not just the main focus of what we're going to be talking about obviously we got some some other verses or whatever to kind of uh, lean off of as well but it, you know just to, to kind of say here at the end it says you know there's a time for war and a time for peace and, and then he and then he goes in and we're not going to read it but um, he talks about workers he talks about their toil he talks about you know their labor and and what God's done and, and we can't fathom all the stuff that God's doing and and there's some really good stuff here in chapter three um, and it goes it really does go with what we're talking about but to, for time's sake we're not gonna dive super deep but I just want to let everybody know that that not all seasons are going to be hard mm-hmm. and but not all seasons are going to be joyful yeah. Um, and these seasons really are about growing. And Second Peter three eighteen says, "Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ." And when we know which season we're in, when we know, you know, where we're at in our walk with Christ, um, it's not only an encouragement to us, but also lets us persevere through through the difficult seasons like winter or summer. Um, and it'll definitely be able to uh, help us not take for granted the joys of spring and fall, be, you know, not being as heavy or, or some of those things, which we'll dive deeper into every single one of those. Um, so you have any other comments before we get started just about what we're talking about, Ben? Yeah, so I think what we're really is is almost comforting about this section of Ecclesiastes is how it, it talks about all these different things and how there is a time for it and the the comfort I find in that is that God knows all these things are going to happen mm-hmm. and he he doesn't try to pull any punches he's like hey Sometimes it's just it's going there's, there's going to be a time to die. There's going to be a time of loss. Sometimes there's going to be a time for mourning. And so when we're in those moments of loss or or negativity or of hate, mm-hmm. even though they might not be good things, they are expected things. They're things that we know we're going to have to deal with because God lets us know, hey, you're going to have to deal with these things. But along with that time to hate, there's going to be a time to love. And there's going, and along with that time of death, that time of loss, there's going to be a time of birth and a time of life. Mm-hmm. And, and along with that time of mourning, there's also going to be a time to dance. And just to know that, hey, there's going to be bad, but there's going to be good too. Mm-hmm. And you need to be prepared for both to experience both to the fullest because we need to be able to grieve well but we need to be able to love and rejoice well too mm-hmm. and and that's my big takeaway from this section that whatever season in that you're in be there and know that 
It's not going to last forever, and that's okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. But what we're going to focus on specifically is this idea of the four seasons of winter, spring, summer, and fall. But we're going to autumn instead of fall. But, you know, we're going to say them interchangeably because yeah. we're not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Phil is going to start us off with winter, just talking a little bit about kind of what that season looks like for someone in the Christian life, in the mm-hmm. Christian walk. Well, first off, uh, with winter, I'll say winter is my least favorite season. I don't like winter. Some people like winter. Um, I don't like being cold. Hmm. Um, I really don't like winter either because you get fairly wet yeah. in, in winter because of the snow. Your shoes are always soaked, it seems like. Um, you got to kick off the snow before you get in the house. You got to kick off the snow before you get in the car mm. or whatever building you're going in. But, but <laughs> It's but, a process entering things. Yeah. <laughs> Winter overall, um, personally for me, I just don't like. But for the Christian, um, to be more specific, you know, with the believer, when we're talking about spiritually, the this, this spiritual season of winter, sometimes we feel like God is on vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, God's went. He's a what do they call it? A snowbird. He yeah. went to Florida he for went winter. To Florida for winter. <laughs> we just don't feel him around. Many times we we get discouraged in the season of winter. Um, we we just we don't feel like we're being blessed. We don't really feel like we're doing what God's calling us to do. Um, we have a hard time thinking about what God has done mm-hmm. in my life, and in this season can just be very depressing. Um, many believers can find themselves in the season of winter for too long. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of times, unfortunately, it's, it is the believer's fault to an extent. But like we said, you know, every believer is going to go through this season at some point in their life. They're going to have seasons of winter. It could be brief, but it could be long. You could have a long season of winter. And when you have a long season of winter, it becomes harder and harder to praise God becomes harder and harder to thank him for what he's doing because he's still blessing you mm-hmm. he's still blessing you in the season of winter because that is our god if you're staying faithful you're still trusting in him he's going to continue to bless him but there's those times of weeping there's those times of mourning that are just going to happen um, and then there's just times of testing and hardships and and just things that happen overall in life and, and we have to be understanding of those times we have to understand that there is a time for everything i mean when we understand that it just makes us it just it just makes us better yeah it helps our walk with christ and but also just sometimes we just think about all the negative negative things when we think about the spiritual season of winter but then this season it can cause us to hunger after god mm-hmm. it can cause us to draw more from his word to pray more to get on our knees more to to really try to seek and find where our god has went even though he hasn't left us but we want to feel him as close as possible we know that the word says if we draw close to him he's going to draw close to us mm-hmm. and, and in the season of winter we want to do that um, and if you have been a believer for a long time, most of the time the season of winter draws you to prayer. Yeah. It draws you to, towards God. And in this season also, we begin to examine our hearts, examine our motives. Why are we doing these things that God wants us to do? Why do we go to church? Why, why am I doing this or why am I doing that? So it, it just allows God to also begin to begin that changing process, yeah. begin the growth, begin... You know, maturing us, strengthening us up, building us up, and it it really starts in the season of winter. Um, 
Now, can it happen in other seasons? Of course it can, mm-hmm. because we serve a an amazing God that can do those things in all seasons. But God has us in certain seasons for a reason, mm-hmm. and and we have to understand that with every single one of these, but specifically with the season of winter, I would just say remember who God is. Remember that He's still good. Remember that He's um, He's always there, even when we don't feel Him. That's okay. That's an yeah. okay feeling. Strive to find Him. Yeah. Search for Him, and and I'll and I can testify that it's going to be good for it. You know, you still might feel sad. You might not. You might feel a little depressed, but but really cling to the strength of of Jesus Christ, and and that's what can happen in the season of winter. So mm-hmm. so we'll move on from winter and. Well, and, Phil. Gotta talk about winter. So so Ben, uh, what do what do you think about this season of winter? Phil, I started to, to cut you off, but I had a book analogy, okay. and I wanted to say <laughs> you feel so annoyed. <laughs> Phil, uh, I know that you've probably seen the movie, but did you ever read The Chronicles of Narnia? Not all the way through. But you did see the movies? Yeah. Being being stuck in this season of winter, like what you mentioned, it, it triggered a thought, and then I wrote it down. Uh, do you remember how in The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, how mm-hmm. there was like this hundred years winter, mm-hmm. and uh, they were all so ready, like... Aslan, they knew that he was like this savior figure, but they had, no one had seen him in a hundred years, but they were still yearning after him. They were still longing for his return for the end of winter, mm-hmm. and that's what that made me think of. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry for cutting you off, but I had to throw that in there. you have any other thoughts about winter other than Narnia? <laughs> no, solely Narnia. <laughs> solely C.S. Lewis. <laughs> uh, but I can move on to spring if that's what you really want. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So spring... Uh, spring is a lot happier of a time. Uh, uh, spring and and when we get to fall, we'll we'll say this again. But uh, spring and fall are really those more mild seasons where there is some stuff going on, but uh, the the extremeness of them is not uh, there as much. So so spring for the believer is where you're experiencing a lot of God's love. You know, mm-hmm. things are starting to warm up. Things are starting to sprout. You're starting to get those rainfalls that are bringing new plants and new life. And along with that, you know, you start to just get your new ideas, these new convictions, these new purposes that God is planting in you. And you see a lot of potential for growth. Mm -hmm. Now it's not there yet, but the potential for it is there. And and through this season of spring, we, we start to see God doing a little bit of pruning, a little bit of weeding. We'll get to more of that in summer, but setting up for what what will become strong sources of growth or strong sources of joy or ministry in our mm-hmm. lives so uh there is that idea of new growth and new potential but i think a an important part of spring is also it being the like the foil of winter where winter is coming to an end mm-hmm. and uh we see spring when i when i think of spring i kind of think of it as you know the joy of the morning you know the darkness is passing it's kind of like that walk out of the valley where you've been in a a low season Mm -hmm. of life but you're now coming out of it and you're starting to climb back up to that mountain and you're not at the top but you're starting that journey you're setting out for a new destination it's it's new beginnings that's what spring's all about is Mm -hmm. the new year and so we see in our christian life how it is just the start of whatever God has in store for us in that season. And it's 
really hopeful. The the final note that I would say is that storms come into spring too. Mm-hmm. Like just because it is good and hopeful doesn't mean that you know the rain might not come. But we've talked about this time and time again how we grow through suffering, we grow through trials, and so a little bit of rain in the springtime is is how you get the flowers. Mm-hmm. Phil, you want to talk about Narnia in the spring? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> okay, well, that is what I had. Uh, would you like to add anything, or would you like to move on to summer? No, I would say that, that spring, you know, with everything that you said, for sure, um, is also that, you know, that restoration process, you know, like you were mm. talking about from, from winter to, to, to spring, yeah. that is that is the restoration process. God, maybe you've examined your heart from winter, you know, you're trying to get it right, trying to get through the hardships, and God's really starting to restore you. And that's kind of what's happening in in spring. You know, this is where you you're planting. This is where you're yeah. putting the seed in the ground and and you're not really maybe you're not having to water as much cuz you got the rains of the spring and so you don't have to do as much labor mm-hmm. yet. But, you know, with with spring, you know, you're planting that seed, and that's God, you know, maybe planting a new ministry, maybe mm-hmm. planting, you know, what you're to do next, you know, where you're supposed to go next, and, and he's planning, and he's getting ready, but there's going to be work to come, and we're yeah. going to talk about that, obviously, in the season of summer, but um, like you said, I, I mean, I like how you said that, there's also storms in mm-hmm. the spring. You're going to have hardships in the spring, that doesn't, just because you have hardships doesn't mean you're in winter. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're in the season of winter. It just means something came up. You know, you got a storm that popped up in life, um, but God's still in that restoration process. You know, there you got a little bit of pruning going on. You got some in the summer, but you got some in the spring too. Mm-hmm. God's starting to maybe cut some things that weren't supposed to be there that you picked up in the winter or even the fall or the summer. And yeah. now He's just saying, "No, you're done." You know, starting to cut some things off, really getting you ready to to blossom like maybe you've never blossomed as yeah. a believer before. And cleaning up the clutter. Yeah. And because I don't know a whole lot about gardening, <laughs> um, if I'm sure if we had our pastor on here, he would talk about all the landscaping, how mm-hmm. you had to make sure that this is pruned and that is pruned because no. he did that. Um, but I've never done anything like that. So I don't know how that works, but I know if... You have all these, all these plants that don't need to be there, or or you got some some flowers that are dying. They're they're really taking all the energy. They're taking all the food. They're taking all the nutrients that that could be going to what what God wants. So yeah. there's just some of that too. There's a lot of stuff, and we're not going to obviously be able to cover that all that stuff. But I'll go ahead and and we'll go to summer and. A lot of people like summer. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff's always going on in the summer. When you think of events, when you think of things that are happening, they normally are happening in the summer. Um, they're happening from from June all the way really through the fall. Yep. You know, that's when that's when your major events are happening. You got some in the spring, but you hardly ever have things happening in the winter mm-hmm. unless it's Christmas. Yeah. But you know. This is where you're going to get your energy to serve at your highest mark. Mm -hmm. God's planted the seed. This is what you're supposed to do. This is where you're going. This is is when you're getting the energy to labor, to toil the ground, to, to just... to labor over the harvest, the plants, the things that God's given you. Now, that's a blessing. Yeah. To see all this thing, all the things that are happening, all the things that are going on, 
Um, it is a true blessing, but many believers can do this. They bite off too much and they mm. can chew. I'm, I know from personal experience that it's easy to do when you really see everything going on. You want to be a part of it. You want to do all of it. Um, but many of us just bite off too much yeah. and we become tired. We become exhausted. It's hot. If you ever work outside in the summer, summer is the worst to work outside. <laughs> Summer and winter yeah. are the worst seasons. If you have a job that you work outside, it's horrible because it's either you're super hot or you're super cold. Mm. Um, and there's never really a good in-between unless you're in spring or the fall. And this is probably why we like this analogy so well because it does fit. Mm. But like I said, summer is hot. you know, And this can be a good thing, but it can definitely also be a bad thing in in. Lots of times we become dry. We become dry Christians. Not that we're not doing anything because we've gotten the energy. We got, we got the ability to serve. Um, there's stuff happening. You know, there's plenty to do. But many of us will become dry in this season. And, and what I mean by that is we start to feel like things are repetitive. Mm. There's no emotion in it anymore. There's no love in it. There's no joy in it. Um, we're just really doing it because we see it there. Yeah. Now, do things have to be done? Yeah. I had a garden this year. I didn't like getting out and pulling weeds or, or watering the plants every day. And, and I'll say that sometimes when I forgot, my plants suffered because of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard. The season of summer is hard because you've got to do the work. Yeah. There's work to be done, and, and you're like, you just become physically exhausted because of it. And I know a lot of believers can can be here for a while because they might be, maybe they're a leader in their church. Maybe they have um, responsibility over a ministry. Many leaders find themselves in this spot specifically. And, and, and maybe they go from summer to winter because they didn't really have a fall. So then they even feel even more, even worse because they really didn't see a whole lot of fruit from, from their labor. So it becomes very depressing. And then they find themselves in the season of winter and not a whole lot's going on anymore. So, so I just feel like we're not doing anything for God anymore. Lots of those things happen. And, and they find themselves in the season of summer and they find no joy in it. Now, you can find joy in every single one of these seasons, and, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but re we just got to remember that that God gives us the work to glorify Him. Yeah. That the season of summer is not for us, it's for God. It's The work's got to be done, and God gives us the opportunity to work. So we need to trust God with it. We need to allow Him to give us the strength to to let him give us rest when, when we can get it. And I'd say don't bite off more than you can chew. Mm -hmm. Do what God's given you. God's not going to give you too much. He's going to give you the strength to do whatever he gives you. Just don't bite off too much because if you bite off too much, then the things God gives to you might be sacrificed because of it. Yeah. They might hurt because of it. And, and a, lot of, a lot of times that, that is what ends up happening. Um, and then maybe you don't get to see a long fall or a big fall or, or a huge harvest. But do you have anything to say about summer, Ben? Uh, you know, Phil, I think you did a really great job. Uh, I think with uh, things that bite enough more than what you can chew, uh, being proactive about that, just knowing 
what can I let go of? What do I need to let go of? I, uh, my grandpa has a very elderly neighbor that I do some yard work for sometimes, and uh, she was having me weed her garden for her one day, and uh, I was asking her, you know, because I don't know plants very well, and I actually one time made the mistake of uh, pulling out some radishes that she had planted, <laughs> and... I guess they were like these special radishes that like bloomed once every three years, and I felt very horrible about it because that was the year they were gonna bloom, and I just ripped them up. Uh, but one time she told me, uh, she she asked me what a weed was, and I said, well, I don't know, dandelion, you know, a weed's a weed, and when she and she told me a weed is anything that you don't want to be there, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it was funny at the time, but, you know, looking at our lives, being smart and saying, do I want this thing to be here? Is this thing beneficial? Is this thing uh, going to produce a a fruit is, response, is not responsible, but is necessary. And sometimes we need to remove those things that might not uh, bear fruit in the harvest, in the fall. Uh, other than that, Stay hydrated. Summer's <laughs> hot. If you're not getting enough energy, if you're not getting enough fuel, it's like what you said. You'll get hot, you'll get bogged down, and you'll crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will go ahead and move into the autumn time, the ho- the fall time. Phil, is fall your favorite season? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would say I, fall is my favorite season. I like winter, but I like the, you know the happy winter right up until new year's and then mm-hmm. right after new year's it could go straight into spring yeah. but other than that i would say fall is my favorite uh season as well and i think uh for christians fall is also oftentimes a favorite season because fall is the reward almost yeah. fall is harvest we see uh the winter where we we dealt with all these struggles where we were cold and we were uh you know trying to draw near to the warmth of God. And then we see the spring where we're starting to plant new seeds, where we're starting to uh, warm up and move and get things going again. And then we see the summer where there's work and there's work and there's work. Mm-hmm. And then the fall comes and things start to cool down. You know, the, the heat loses its edge. And we start to bring in those fruits, those crops. We start to uh, see the the reward the fruits of our labor and it's good it's joyful uh we get to go to corn mazes yeah (laughs) uh we get to go to apple orchards and pick 40 pounds of apples that i don't know what my wife and i are gonna do with because she (laughs) wanted to pick a 40 pound bag of apples um no sorry that was me getting off on a tangent the fall is just great. You know, I don't know how else to say it. Uh, we labor and we get our reward. But what I would say is that when it comes to fall, and Phil, I'll let you add some stuff so maybe you can give some more depth to my surface level analogies. Uh, but what I would say for the autumn, for fall, is that you need to be prepared for what comes next because something will come next. And that's the same thing with all of these. But fall is good and oftentimes it's it can be easy so we're not always ready for what comes next because maybe uh, maybe there'll be a couple extra weeks of summer that just spot up 
and then we had to deal with that. Or maybe we'll go into an early winter, and if we're not ready, that's going to catch us off guard. Or maybe, you know, and this is, we'll talk about more more of this later, but maybe somehow we'll jump into a spring, and we'll have to start dealing with new beginnings all over again. Mm. I would say fall is most important to enjoy where you're at, enjoy the fruits of the of your labor, but be prepared for what may come next as well. Um, you know, like you said, this is the season of joy. This is where you reap the harvest. This mm-hmm. is where you you get the fruits, and we you start to see the the fruits of our Father in heaven. We we start to see all the work that we did in the summer is starting to pay off. Yeah. Um. You know, it started to come around, and I think it's kind of funny, you know, when you look through fall, at least in Indiana, maybe it's different, it's probably different for other places, but <laughs> we're basing this off Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very, very neutral climate. Yeah. Uh, and it always seemed like there's like one day, at least one day, sometimes it's more, but one day in fall where it just blizzards. Yeah. Like, a lot of times around Halloween, like October yeah. 31st, for some reason, it snows. And then it won't snow until sometimes January. January, yeah. And it just, oh, I always think that's weird because you're right smack dab in the middle of fall, but here's this winter. Mm-hmm. So so to go with what why I'm saying that, sometimes seasons spring up. Sometimes in summer you'll have a freezing day. Like it'll be cold. Mm-hmm. It might not be the coldness of winter, but you won't. For some reason, it won't feel like summer, and it happens a lot in Indiana. Um, or, or it snows all the way through, you know, April. Like it snows forever, um, and it just goes to show us that things come up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, all of a sudden, something comes up. Whether you're in fall or autumn, um, sometimes you just you're so joyful with everything that's going on, the blessings all the good things and all of a sudden here comes this day of winter short big old thing comes up in your life how do you get through that how how on earth can can we get through that you know when we see God blessing us we see God blessing us in the fall and here comes winter mm-hmm. and it just goes to show us like you said you got to be always prepared you have to be prepared for what's next because it's not always fall winter spring summer Sometimes for some reason there's that one day where the season just seems to change. Um, And it can change for a little while or it could just be brief. But we still have to remain. We have to remain in Jesus Christ. We got to continue to abide in Christ. And and with that analogy, he's talking about how he's the uh, vine and we're the branches. and, And we have to stay in him so we get the nutrients. That goes right along with what we're talking about. Which I think is also pretty cool. But I would say this. With with the season of joy, with fall. Don't take it for granted. Yeah. Enjoy it. Because there is something coming next. There is a, There is something coming next. So with that, we'll move on to our last kind of point here. So we, we've talked about these seasons. We've talked about the brutalness of winter. We've talked about the beginning growth of spring. We've talked about the, 
the hard working summer and we've talked about the joyful fall yeah. um, and every single believer is going to go through one of them at some point it might be subtle and you're going to go through them throughout your whole life you're going to experience winter multiple times you're going to experience summer multiple times and and I, and we just have to know that we always have to trust in God so so Ben how do we do that how do we how do we continue to trust in our God in all these seasons yeah so I think knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so knowing that a lot of the things that we're, that we're dealing with, a lot of the things that we're going through are natural, bringing it back to Ecclesiastes, like knowing that there are seasons in life for anything and everything that we're going through, they are natural and they are changing and they're not made to last. And, and God made them that way, mm-hmm. knowing that, this is the way it was planned helps at least it helps me a lot to trust that that god knows what's going on that god understands uh maybe not why a specific thing is happening even though he he knows everything like god knows mm-hmm. everything but uh but he's prepared for anything that might happen uh and especially in times of loss you know in times of winter in times of storms or the the dog days of summer where it's hot and you're just ready for it to be over you know i i look at job and specifically in job one he says that the lord gives and the lord takes away but blessed be the name of the lord Mm -hmm. like uh the lord gives and the lord takes away jesus says that the rain falls on the just and the unjust the i don't want to take away from anyone feeling like maybe they're not in a special circumstance but at the same time, just knowing that God is prepared for whatever is going to happen and he knows that random crazy things are going to happen helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. So with trusting in God in, in all the seasons, we all, we all, if you're a believer, you know you got to trust God in all seasons. you got to trust God all the time that it's beneficial for your life. But I want to read Philippians 4, 11 through 13. And most people know this passage of scriptures, at least the verse 13 of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder how much we really understand the, the beginning part. Because I think that's just as impactful as verse, the big powerful yeah. uh, Philippians four thirteen. Um, it says, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know that it... Uh, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. And who he's talking about is Jesus Christ. Paul is talking about Jesus Christ. that He's learned to be content. And I, I like how he says learned. He doesn't say, I am content because of this or that. Or whatever, which you could easily draw that. It says I've learned it. I've had to been. I had to be taught it. That maybe there was a time where he wasn't content, or he had a hard time being content. But God had put has has grown him through the seasons of life. Mm-hmm. So now he has learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. Because yeah. he understands that there's a time to weep, there's a time for mourning, there's a time for love, there's a time for joy, there's a time for peace, um, there's a time for all things. Yeah. And, and Paul here understands that, and he says he knows what it's like to be fed, he knows what it's like to be hungry, and then he says, and all this, 
says, I can do all this. I can be content with all of it. I can, I can persevere through all of this. I can do all this through Christ, the one who gives me the strength. The one he's saying here, I wouldn't even be able to do any of these seasons. I couldn't even go through fall. I couldn't do any of it without Jesus Christ. Um, and I think that is powerful. But I would also uh, remind you that God has us in certain seasons for a reason. Yeah. Um, and, and to know that and to appreciate it. To appreciate even the season of winter. To appreciate the time of hardship because it draws us closer to God. Um, we need to also remember to pray and praise God in, in, in every circumstance and for every reason, whether good or bad or, or whatever the world might deem as good or bad. Um, for, for, um, and, e- and even if he has us where we don't even like it, there's going to be times where you don't like where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to be okay with it. We have to trust God with it. And we have to uh, remember, like Philippians 4.13 says, you know, we have to remember our power and strength comes from Jesus Christ. It doesn't come from any other thing. It doesn't. It isn't sustained by any other thing. Um, it only comes by Jesus Christ. And, yeah. and I think that uh, when we start to put some of those things in perspective and we understand the love and the compassion and the slow to anger that our God has for us, we can endure every single season. We can endure years and years of winter we can endure years and years of summer and we can definitely endure years and years of fall we can we and and we love to be there i it would be great for every every believer to be uh in the season of fall but honestly where would our growth be if all Mm -hmm. we experienced was joy in our life because we know that those sufferings produce in us perseverance so we can endure other things so that we're able to do this or that or, or, or help other people. And I think some of those things, when you start to put that in perspective, that this not only affects my life, but it affects those around me, affects other believers, and it also affects unbelievers. Because when you're in the season of winter and, and it really you find yourself depressed and, and those things and, and, and people know you're in the season of winter but yet you can still draw closer to God and, and, and love on God as, as he's loving on you in that season people are drawn to, drawn towards that um, they can't help but be drawn towards because that's our hope that yeah. is that is the definition of our hope in Jesus Christ that, that we are going to be with him and the, the beauty of that is he's already here with us yeah we don't have to wait till we get to heaven. We don't have to, to wait till we retire from this earth to, to go on vacation with him. No, he's already here, and he's never left us. So I think that's also important. But I want to say this for uh, just uh, my final thought. So I'll let you do your final thought, and we'll go ahead and, go ahead and close. Uh, Romans 8.28 says this, and, and I would just say take this to heart. In every season that you go through, uh, put this on your heart, write it on your heart, whatever you got to do to just remember that this is who our God is. It says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Mm. If you're a believer in Christ, you're called according to his purpose. Um, if you're a believer in Christ, I hope that you love him. And I know if you're a believer in Christ, God's working things for good, even if we don't see it even if we don't if we have a hard time even understanding it god is much more infinite than we are he knows the good for you even when it doesn't seem good 
at the time. So um, I thank God for... I thank God that that is who he is, Mm -hmm. that he is the definition of good, even while I'm experiencing hardship. Yeah. I would say for my final thought, go read the Chronicles of Narnia. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, for my real final thought, I would say uh, be prepared for whatever whatever seasons may come and i know i said that before but i think that is my big point here is be ready for whatever may come you know in winter we are longing for warmth and we're longing for the spring and in the spring we're ready to see what the new year is going to bring and in the summer we're ready for our toil to be over Mm -hmm. and then in the fall we, we are enjoying it and uh the good times is when it's hardest to be prepared for whatever may come next because we want to be in the good times we don't want to focus on anything else so we're in fall now enjoy the fall love the fall go pick too many apples (laughs) but be prepared for whatever is going to come next because the next season is coming and that's not a bad thing that's a great thing uh i'll hand it back over to you phil so our weekly verse uh, is Ecclesiastes 3.1, which says there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. All right. Well, that concludes this episode of Kingdom Faith. Thank you for listening. If you would like to leave a comment or a request for an episode, you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And thank you for listening.